0: there well good afternoon it well, is afternoon.
1: it is so a good it is a good afternoon you know it's still good morning for you. yeah close very close. yep it's been a week since we last spoke.
0: Yes it is and a lot has transpired again
1: as usual. We are never short of having stuff to chat about over the fence. Even though it's 4,000 miles away.
0: No, it's a pretty big fence.
1: You got that right.
0: if it continues to uh, still stand.
1: I don't know. Um, We have uh, a world that's in absolute turmoil all around us.
0: Yeah, yeah. And with any luck things will go back to the way they they once were or will continue to be hopefully better than than what they are.
1: Well, we can but hope that that's the case. Because at the moment, it's uh, it's a pretty dark uh, horizon we're looking at.
0: I'm not sure if that goes into that old uh, literature title, Bleak House. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, um, you know, we, we cannot uh, uh, have a discussion today without touching on the events in the Middle East and how it's unfolding. It's just a horrendous um, situation. And with all that is being uh, shown on the Internet of of carnage and Mm -hmm. destruction and just the human lives that are being uh wasted wasted, wasted. uh we should i think pause to th- think about that and i don't know what the answer is because we're just mere mortals here
0: well all right we, we've alluded to it several times is my gosh! When are the adults in the room going to stand up and and say, you know, you, you played with matches long enough here, and I don't want the fire. But you know, I, human nature being what it is, we're we're not going to see that happen very quickly. I don't think. Sad well, statement, there. Sad, sad comment, but.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it's. I guess. It's, question that I raised, and we talked about in pre-production is like, what is the end game here? We know the history from from essentially of this region from 48 onward to today in terms of the various wars and the various suggestions of how the two-state solution and all this other stuff. But there is no, no one's talking about the end game here. They just keep talking about, you know, uh retribution and vengeance on on all sides and um when you look at the issue of uh you know turkey for example now becoming intensely involved in this uh a nato country uh the, what what's the end game here i mean it, the, the Turks have one of the biggest armies uh, in the region. Some 2 million people are in the Turkish military. Then uh, you have the two task force fleets of the U.S., one in the Red Sea and the other one in the Med, in the Eastern Mediterranean, which is, uh, each of those is a formidable force, but not enough to, to send, what, what, what exactly is their role there? Uh, And they're getting, and they're getting their various little bases around Iraq and uh, Syria and whatever, getting attacked by elements of the proxy Hezbollah uh, gang, uh, you know, and they're, it's just too confusing. I I keep going, what are all these moving pieces all over the place got to do with... The elementary issue of terrorists that did what they did on the seventh of October, and now you're trying to resolve that, and these two sides are in, absolutely intransigent.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, we've talked about that before with the you know the left hand and the right hand, and look over here. And as you said, you know, there's just so much going on that we we're not even sure which is the left hand and the right hand, and which one we should be grasping at or, or looking at, or uh, you know, the, the human mind is wonderful at being able to discern lots of different things. But even like a, a high-end gaming PC, too much input and too much stimulus is going to overload it. And uh, you know, there's going to be a, a bit of a, a meltdown or a breakdown. And, and uh, I guess that's what I fear. It's, that's when the stupid things happen. So,
1: Yeah, and closer to home... Uh, you have uh, uh, a huge outpouring of support, evidence on the streets uh, for the Palestinians, uh, and then there's the this the the specter of growing anti-Semitism and 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 outrages against the Jews in various countries, U.S., Canada, Europe. I mean, this uh, this comes home. You know what will happen uh on on here we are uh essentially six thousand miles from from what's going on in the middle east but there are literally tens of thousands of, of Palestinians support Palestinian supporters on the streets of uh of North American cities and uh some of them clearly are going to be violent. Uh and so then the question is, how does what's the end game for civil societies in our neck of the woods? I mean, it's what goes on in the Middle East is be above our pay grade at the moment to even contemplate the, you know, where does it go in terms of the end game or the what is what is it that the the two sides will look like when this is over? But what happens here in the meantime in our communities? in our societies that have welcomed literally all millions of people from around the world. But there's a whole lot of uh, uh, Arab, um, uh, Islam uh, associated folks who've come in to North America, into Western Europe, who clearly are unhappy and very, very vociferous, if, if not worse, about uh, supporting the the cause their cause versus the the anger and the and the lashing out by the uh, jewish community to what's happened to them three weeks mm-hmm. ago so you know like how how do we deal with that you know because you can't now it's a question of taking sides i don't know uh what's right and what's wrong uh you have the right to demonstrate you have the right to your opinion just like you and i have a right to our opinion for the moment anyway uh, here. uh well that's true uh,
0: yeah, because we can venture off into that sham trial that's going on in auto level with the freedom convoy but that's that's probably for
1: another day yeah yes and you and you're right you know the but let's go into the shams of auto in a minute because there's lots of them uh and again our audience is international so they'll say why are these two guys always talking about screw-ups in canada um because it's easy so easy <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i don't uh, i don't know uh where the adults are as you alluded to earlier with regard to what's happening on the streets, we we weren't able to deal with the woke nonsense for two years on the streets. This is far more dangerous and far more insidious than worrying about you know some person running around in a dress who is getting people upset or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is uh, this this pits uh, you know so many different elements of our. Diverse society against each other, and then how? Who who is going to be the arbitrator, or what through what mechanism?
0: Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's it just right now. Uh, I I think I'm pretty close to just overlook I, I'm looking, trying to figure where you have to be, which hand should I look? I and I'm at a loss. I just I don't know. Uh, you know, we always said, well. I I've always heard it said that everybody worried about having children when they were growing up because what kind of world are we bringing them into? And inevitably, uh, things stumble on and, well, they may not be the same as they were, but they're okay. And, you know, they talked about the tipping point of the climate and we're vastly reaching that that point where the, the, the climate will be irreversible. And I'm kind of wondering, are we reaching that point with humanity right now? are reaching a tipping point where something is going to be done and we don't know where we're going to end up. It's a, it's a strange conundrum there.
1: Well, we live in a time where we have wonderful technology that allows us to do what we're doing right now, across time zones and, and talk to people around the world. At the same time, that what we are talking about is is from sources where we're beginning to wonder whether you can believe the sources of the information that we're getting. Uh, You know, and how much of it is uh, misinformation or planted information, Um, yet we have governments who are supposedly setting up machinery or mechanisms to protect us from the misinformation and the disinformation. Well, in the case of what's going on right now, I'm pretty darn sure that the very governments that are telling us they're going to make sure that we don't get disinformed are actually doing the yeah. It's It used to be called propaganda.
0: But that's too hard to spell, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we, we really are in... Uh, uh, dangerous waters that way because we don't know it uh, is.
0: i sent you that quote the other day uh, i was reading that book and it came up and napoleon bonaparte remarked that history is a set of lies that have been agreed upon followed by winston churchill famously said that history is what is written by the victors so we can talk about this and we can pontificate and we can do all kinds of things, but the reality is unless we can magically transport ourselves forward five years, ten years from now, we won't really know what this supposed history is. You know, are we right? Will somebody with a more level head decide that geez, those two guys that are talking on Zoom? about these issues, maybe maybe they've got something and we can write that into history and you know,
1: we'll,
0: we'll be credited with changing. Maybe maybe that would be something.
1: Well, that would be grand. I, I you know, I don't, we're not narcissi- narcissistic enough to, <laughs> yet uh, because, you know, we, unlike some of the geniuses around us who think they have all the answers, we don't. You know, we're only posing the questions um, which, which uh, together, like we make up make 140 some years worth of life experience, right? We just can't wrap our heads around this. I mean, how can you condone violence? How can you condone, uh, you know, the 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 lives of of children snuffed out? uh you know you how 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 do you how do you uh speak to people who are so entrenched in their hatred of one side or the you know you there's in the case of what's going on right now in, in the middle east these two sides hate each other's guts okay and it goes way back like a thousand years to some extent uh but you know nobody you can't bomb these people into submission one way or the other, you can't terrorize them into into giving each other quarter. They're not, you know. This is this is what the, you know. In 2023, uh, we have a, a lot of pent up animosity that is really not possible to vent. Uh, no,
0: no. And I remember, oh God, this was a few decades back when um, my wife and I visited Disney World in Florida, and we were wandering around the wonderful um, Epcot Center. And what really struck me there at the time was we didn't have kids with us, but we were watching the parents that were with their kids, and it really didn't matter whether the kids were white, brown, yellow, pink, orange, um, black, blue, whatever it is. They were there with big smiles on their faces. And the parents were there looking at their children, having a wonderful time. And I thought at the time, isn't this just remarkable? I you mean, know, you've got this little microcosm of, of what the world should be. Everybody having a good time. Everybody wandering around, not worried about this or not worried about that. Or, you know, is there going to be a bongo go off? Am I going to get hit by a sniper? But I guess it would be interesting now that if you could almost take those two warring factions and drop them into that kind of a environment where they could see their kids playing and maybe not just with themselves, but intermingling with each other, would that make a difference? And I guess that's the uh, the, the utopian and esoteric side, I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, all part of that old terminology of being a pipe dream. I don't
1: know. Well, I think uh, what exasperates us is that it it's it becomes so dark and so evil on all sorts of levels that you know you you, you don't know how to shine a light in there and get it to somehow make any kind of sense. Uh, you know when when people are hell-bent on destroying each other and yeah. like you know how do you, for the, greater good, you know? for the yeah so okay so I think we'll have to we'll have to say that our hearts are heavy on on what's going on but we you know don't know uh this is this will play out I think in the next number of days and weeks and we'll see you know but well, so i guess in the meantime at the the other war in ukraine russia is now off the front page uh, and uh, this one clearly is far more dangerous to the well-being of the world than than that one is and so maybe there's some hope that in some bizarre way that particular conflict becomes a nego- uh, compromise negotiations or you know ceasefire whatever Happens there. It's a, it's, a, it's a whole lot simpler to deal with that one at the moment than the business in in the Middle East, well, because yeah, I, I there's it's... there's fewer matches, fewer adults playing with matches there than in this in this bunch.
0: Oh, just went blurry. Maybe it's my saying
1: <laughs> No, you're you're being blurred out. Must be a problem so... with the. Uh, program
0: could be or could just be my camera but it, it, anyway regardless we'll we'll continue on maybe okay we'll
1: make you're going to be the unknown um commentator then well or <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that's doing maybe that. we're being monitored <laughs> oh that listens you're back when you said that all of a sudden the picture came back <laughs> i'm quite sure we're being monitored uh and if we were brilliant enough to come up with an answer that would that would have been even better but we're not but so it's, uh, it's
0: all part of being an it kind of person if, if all else fails look for the chickens and the goats because somebody's gonna have a sacrifice <laughs>
1: <laughs> now to put a, a another spin on our our uh, weekly delve into silly stuff uh you saw what happened with the arrive can hearings and this is for our canadian viewers and listeners yeah. i will i will i will once again reiterate my prognosis on that it will bring down the government of canada when all these people start squealing about the money that people earned and the, and finally the Royal Canadian Mounted Police actually investigate how that arrived can was created. Who got the money? Who made what? That, okay. And I know I've said it's like 1926 and the crisis that brought down the Mackenzie King government at the time because of the customs scandal. Well, this is a customs scandal again, just, uh, you know, the modern version of it. In those days, somebody was making money on bootleg bootlegging liquor from the states. This one is called bootlegging money from the taxpayers' uh, purse. So, yeah,
0: well, and and you're right. It, it it's an interesting set of circumstances that uh, that need to be investigated. But, oh yeah, you know the the reality is, 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 and I think you you probably hit it right on the head. Is is that these people earn money well you know it, it could almost be like the esque trials <laughs> define earn
1: <laughs> good point <laughs> good point to find yeah, earn well they called it a ghost contract have you ever <clears throat> i think ghost contract is great unknown unknown guy scott $9 million.
0: I know. And, and, and well, it goes along with a lot of different things with With new words that are being brought into the vocabulary and, and uh, new concepts. And so, again, if we can transport ourselves forward into the future, maybe ghost contracts will be uh, the thing of the future. Mm-hmm.
1: And while we're talking about border things, border issues, after all, it is Border Poll that the organization that we're a part of. Uh, the 29,000 fugitives that should be gone from Canada who have extensive criminal records, the Canadian Border Service Agency says, I don't know where they are. or well, They should have gone home. Once again, another nail in the coffin of this government that yeah. seems to not care that there are 29,000 Folks that should have been sent
0: back. I yeah, and I would not want to <clears throat> hold my breath on that one. The track history of this particular brand of government <clears throat> have had so many amnesties, or we won't call them amnesties now. We'll call them um, adjustments of status. We'll call them <clears throat> all the only free. You know, <clears throat> whatever you want to call them. But the reality is is that it it never solves the problem because inevitably we take care of that problem, but we create another one because you've now raised the hope of millions of people around the world to say that, well, geez, if we can get there, all we have to do is wait X number of years and don't regularize regularize our status.
1: Well, according to uh, the Toronto Sun, Brian Lilly, Canada is uh, uh, admitting on a monthly basis, 5,000, around there, people who claim to be refugees on the new streamlined refugee application system. So you There's an app for that, right? (laughs) There's an app for that, yeah, I'm sure there is. Anyway, so 5,000 a month, my math is that's 60,000 a year of people who just decided that they were gonna come here and no questions asked, you're a refugee, come back for your hearing in three years. They're getting their lessons from our pals to the south, where they've got seven million of these folks just wandering into the southern border over the last two years.
0: Yeah, and I guess that goes back to again, kind of tying into what what we're we're alluding to before is is we we don't know who these people are. Uh, obviously, we've got twenty nine thousand. We don't know where they are. <clears throat> what does this do to to our society? And, are we, are we sitting on a ticking time bomb? Well, I don't know.
1: My, my question is, what's the point of this? Why would you, in the Canadian example, bring in one and a half, almost, one, almost a million and a half people when you have no homes, no jobs, uh, nowhere to, to essentially uh, integrate these people to the society, and they keep talking about shared values. We don't even know what their values are. And then to the south of us, are all well into the seven uh, plus million people. Same problem. Why? Are, why is the government of Canada and the U and the United States hell bent on changing the society from the inside out in a way that no one has any sort of understanding of what the game plan is? I think no one's ever asked the voters in the U S or in Canada, should we do this? They just gone at these little elites have just gone ahead and done this over the last uh, two years, literally. So there's a, there's a purpose, but what is the purpose? It's not explained other than, Oh, they're going to do jobs that nobody else wants to do. Well, you know, that's, that's a total myth. Because well,
0: there's that, and, and there's also the fact that uh, we need to increase our population base because the uh, the aging population and the lack of kids and...
1: Excuse me. These are the same people who are telling me that we have to decrease the population because climate change. So which one is it? We increase the population because there's not enough... Yeah, okay. I, I'm going to stop right now because, again, it's something that I cannot get my head around. You know, this...
0: Well... We also have had that, uh, again, in a, in a microcosm where we've been over the last eight years talking about how we're going to be carbon neutral nation in 10 years, 15 years. And yet, because the government's popularity is falling down now, they, they've they decided to cut the, that infamous carbon tax and, and increase the rebates. And for, some that, for, for some
1: people. For some people.
0: But a lot of that has to do with the falling popularity of of uh, the current leaders in power. So
1: yeah. heavens, Again. no, I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's got to be another scam. I mean, who believes that 2.5 percent of Canadians use furnace oil to heat their homes? Yeah, and uh, almost 100 <laughs> percent of those folks are in what's known as Maritime Canada or Atlantic Canada these people are being bought off with their own money oh no no they're going to be sold a a heat pump here's 250 bucks uh buy a ten thousand dollar heat pump Mm -hmm. someone who already cannot pay their bills isn't going to buy a ten thousand dollar heat pump
0: yeah
1: okay you know this is you know the, the the transparency of this bunch is just how they think how stupid everybody is is
0: Well, I think that's the case. You know, I I would be a bit surprised that somewhere along the line, uh, the illustrious leader of this country is going to be standing up and and saying, Well, I never said that this was going to solve the climate crisis. You know, uh, the master of talking out of both sides of his mouth is just phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, go
0: ahead. He's not not alone. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that politicians uh, around the world that will be in the same state where their their popularity is declining and they're worried about whether they're going to be uh, able to be re-elected is, is, is going to have an impact on, on the way any government does things. So, those Thomas Howell would said that there's three things that a politician is concerned about. The first one is getting elected. The second is getting re-elected. And the third, probably way down the list, is your problems.
1: Right? Yeah. Well, it's there's no question that we live in in weird times that way. What did you think of the the situation that just got wrapped up yesterday with that crazy guy with the gun in, out in uh, Maine?
0: Uh, I guess I'm not surprised to find out that he's deceased
1: you know, by his own hand, see? apparently.
0: Yeah. And you know, I guess the the concern is, where is uh, that going to come?
1: Well, how come everybody saw there were warning signs? This guy is, is uh, having serious mental problems. Was in an institution, and he's still running around with a a gun. Well,
0: you know, without trying to draw parallels to tragic incidents, but it was the same with the the gunman in uh, in Nova Scotia. Everybody knew that he was perhaps unstable. And everybody knew that he had guns, and everybody knew that those guns were not purchased legally. They were uh, uh,
1: again. This guy was in the military. He was a firearms instructor. But you've got, you've got the, the, the whole issue here
0: is is that there are people um, who are making money off of this. And as long as there is money to be made, uh, these kinds of incidents and these kinds of uh, tragic events are, are are going to continue. And doesn't matter how much we talk about it or try and come up with solutions, the idea is it's, until you stop the money-making aspects of this, uh, Take away the incentives, take away the, I don't know what it it, it is, but but to me, that's kind of where the whole problem lies.
1: Well, it's a tragedy for the families of those 22 victims. Oh, absolutely. It's unbelievably painful. Mm -hmm. The the only small mercy is that uh, there was no racial component to this. Uh, that we're aware of. And the guy was uh, basically mentally ill and should have been dealt with by the adults in the room. But I, again, it's the question of where are all the adults in the room across the country, across the world, you know, because it's there's something wrong here.
0: Well, the adults in the room, and, and why is it that you can have hundreds of millions or billions of dollars being fed it out to organizations around the world but you don't put any of that money into your own uh, hospitals and, and uh, health situations and mental health places you know it,
1: it's you're bringing up a lot of stuff that we can't get our heads around stop <laughs> it. okay this is this is not the program called we can't get our heads around it <laughs> it, it could be <laughs> gosh <laughs> you know it's got to be some good news somewhere honestly
0: uh I, yeah yeah once again we, we we threatened our viewers and listeners with uh, we're going to have a, a positive <laughs> meeting or outlook <laughs> at some point
1: maybe we should maybe we should work on our next program this so it'd be a like good news program or we could just mm-hmm. tell jokes
0: What we could try.
1: (laughs) We could do a comedy show. Maybe that would lighten things up.
0: Well, doesn't comedy imitate life? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Okay. Uh, As usual, we want to say thank you to our viewers and listeners like you can see, you can, you can whoops, over here, you can see where you can watch this, listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on Spotify, I forgot to put that up there, but I'll fix this slide so that it says that uh, for our next show. Um, we want you to let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be very, very interesting to know if we've touched on or with uh, anybody or anybody else's any points that uh, perhaps we haven't thought about or
1: touched upon. Moreover, you can get in touch with us if you'd like to join us in an mm-hmm. upcoming uh, broadcast. Uh, mm-hmm. you, if you have any expertise in sort of the things that we talk about here every week, mm-hmm. get in touch with us at uh, by email at borderpool at org, And uh, we'll see if we can set, set it up and uh, have some more uh, interaction with our audience. Yeah. I'm sure that uh, there's people out there who have something to contribute.
0: I think, yeah. I, and uh, wasn't it uh, John who's going out to some meeting rather that we go to, be able to entice onto the program to find out what was uh, going on there?
1: That's right. So. We won't give that away because at the moment I can't remember exactly what geopolitical part of the world he's going into.
0: I think it was very close to that hot button issue that we were talking about. Yeah,
1: before. yeah. So we'll wait till, we'll wait, uh, till he comes back and uh, see what he has to say. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, once again, we've almost solved all the problems of the world.
1: <laughs> I don't think we've even put a nick into it.
0: Not even close. <laughs> all
1: then, right. All right. Well, you, got, you have a good week. And you as uh, well. I'll see if I can get some jokes together for the next program. (laughs) Maybe we'll start it off with some lighthearted banter. (laughs) That would be a good idea. Okay. Anyway, you take care, Bob. You too, Tom. (laughs) See you later. Yeah, you too.